So I don't know if you know who Count Dankula is. I didn't until <laughs> yesterday or really this morning. You know who that is? Uh, no, I've never seen his content. Um, well, okay. I'm- I Well, I know he's a YouTuber, I think. Yeah. So I was on Twitter last night being a reply guy. And as you do, as I do. And I, someone had tagged him. I don't know what they were. They were like raising their hand, like, dad, please protect me from this scary woman. Like tagged him to come in. They were like, can you get a load of this woman? And I like clicked on his name and he had blocked me seemingly before this interaction. Cause like, as soon as that person replied that to me, I clicked on the name and it was blocked. And I'm like, huh? Um, I've never interacted with this person in my life. So I took a screenshot and he's verified on Twitter. He's got like, I don't know. Um, check mark. He's got a check mark. He's got quite, quite a, a lot of followers. So I like took a screenshot and I posted it and I said, who the fuck is this guy? Um, oh boy, oh boy. Did I learn who the fuck this guy is? So first of all, for anyone who doesn't know who Count Dankula is, he looks like Buck Angel if Buck Angel really let himself go. <laughs> Like if Buck Angel let himself go and was a Scottish Nazi, <laughs> that's who this guy is. Apparently he became famous for teaching his girlfriend's pug how to do a Nazi salute. That's normal. Do you want to know when the pug would do a Nazi salute? Tell me. Whenever he said, gas the Jews. Okay. Um, that's a complex phrase for a dog. Interestingly <laughs> enough, <laughs> that's a lot of words. It's a lot of, I'm just thinking about that. Like, sit like, is almost too much for most dogs. Roll over is like the most complicated you can get. That's kind of a complicated sentence for a dog. <laughs> Gas the Jews. Dog's like, what? I forgot the first words you said. But so f- interestingly enough, he got prosecuted for doing that. Really? Yeah. I actually, I only know that he got prosecuted. I don't, I don't think they, he, I mean, he was prosecuted. I don't, I I don't think he was convicted. I mean, he's from the UK. I know, but like, was he prosecuted by the government? Yeah. Yes, the government. Prosecuted by the government for it. And he had to pay a fine, I think. Um, yeah, he was prosecuted. That's in Spanish. Um, <laughs> uh, blah, blah, blah. That's too long an article. Though. Wait, I wanted to see that that sentence about the cute thing about Nazi. Yeah, no, count it. <laughs> <laughs> it said something about, I saw the word cute and Nazi in the same sentence. He was convicted of a hate crime for doing this. Mm. Um, but he, oh, because he uploaded a video of it. Yes, yes, he posted it on YouTube, and that's how he became like some right wing free speech warrior. Which like, unblock me then, coward. <laughs> but he um, apparently this was in 2016. Yeah, and he yeah. paid and he had to pay them a thousand dollars for it. Which isn't it's that not, much. That's not too bad. But um, but he was convicted of a hate crime, which like, yeah. Yeah, love, love having that on your record. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and so then after being convicted of a hate crime, he took the logical next step and joined the uh, fascist party of the UK, UKIP party. Um, but thankfully for us, him and Sargon of Akkad destroyed the party by being some of the most hideous people anyone had ever laid their <laughs> eyes on. I mean, if you think Nigel Farage is ugly, Jesus Christ, these two men make him look I've like a golden guy. I have person you're talking about. <laughs> Nigel. I know I spelled that wrong. Yeah, there is no A in Nigel. <laughs> Didn't you ever watch that show about them living in the fort? Was that show kind of racist? 
Where um, they they in the her best friend was a monkey. Oh God, what show am I thinking? Oh about? oh um yes, the girl with the red hair. Yes, the um the 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 the, the Eliza the Eliza it is Eliza, but Thornberries the Thornberries the wild Thornberries. Wild thornberries. It wasn't the wild bit that they lived in Africa. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely racist. I was thinking about that, and they were a white family living in Africa, and her best friend was a magic monkey. Oh no! <laughs> oh, that's I'm thinking, racist. I'm that, thinking about that now. I'm like, that's that, gotta be racist. That's <laughs> that's gotta be racist. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, oh, this, is Nigel this guy from the he He's the, the Brexit, the Brexit guy, guy yeah, the yeah. Brexit guy. Yeah, but he um he was the leader of the UKIP um party and like but anyway, so they they ran for MEPs under the UKIP party and destroyed the party from the inside. It doesn't exist really anymore. Um but like if I was going to think of like the trifecta of hideous right-wing YouTubers, it would definitely be Do they have to be British? No, it would be Sargon of Akkad. British. British. It would be this guy who I now know, Count Ankula. British. And our good friend of the pod, Jeremy Hambly, uh, otherwise known as the quartering. Oh, yes. They call him the quarter pounder now. The quarter pounder. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's bad. Uh, they also call him the quivering. The um, quivering. Personally, I just call him that guy who shit his pants at Walmart. That was a good story. That is the best story. And the fact that he told it himself when no one asked. No just one offered asked. freely to the world. It By the way, so here's a here's a story of why I pooped myself at a public place. That's so embarrassing. He like describes the process behind him realizing he was gonna shit his pants, and then it just takes such a like every moment is every worse gruesome than the last. detail. He he, and I'm like, who had the gun to your head? Make you know how sometimes people on Twitter will reply to like a cancelable take with like even the CIA couldn't get this out of me at Guantanamo yeah. Bay. <laughs> That's how I feel about his Walmart story. Is like who's who had the gun to your head, bro? Like yeah. why did you say any of this? He was so excited to tell the world that he shit himself at Walmart. <laughs> and like he and then he it. kind of did it on purpose. To be honest, like he said, I'm gonna shit myself, so I'm gonna take the long way to the bathroom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Long story short, listeners, if you've never heard this story or don't know who the quartering is, he's another kind of neck beardy YouTuber. And uh, basically, he went to eat Kadoba, I think it was. Yes, he had Kadoba. <laughs> he had Kadoba with his wife, who, shockingly, he is married. Um, I still can't. She looks normal, too. <laughs> like, it's such a shit. Like, he's married to a normal looking woman, even though he is a disgusting troll he's beard troll literally he looks a like, troll looks like a troll he's a neck bearded youtuber i mean he probably has the money coming in people seem to watch his videos but anyway um he you may know him better as the guy who spent like five years screaming about brie larson yeah he's one of the uh the gamergate guys but you also might know him as the guy who pissed on the floor in his basement during a <laughs> twitch live stream while playing fall guys and so he has Kadoba. He goes to he goes to the Walmart and like he starts to feel funky. And so Well looking at the avocados. <laughs> as you- so he he abruptly abandons his wife to go find a bathroom. Doesn't make it in time. Well the the problem here, right? The problem he takes The a problem long here way. is that he says verbatim, so I take the long way. So that I can 
scoot through the the autos aisle and then the shoes so no one sees me because he is at this point actively pooping his pants <laughs> on the floor at Walmart. By the time he gets into the bathroom, he is taking his pants off before he's in the stall and he just leaves them outside the stall. And there's a guy in there. <laughs> there's a guy in there. And he says if the guy wasn't there, he would have just bent over the garbage can, which <laughs> like at that point, Jeremy, you're inside the bathroom. <laughs> the effort it would take to like hoist yourself atop the garbage can after removing the lid is negligible compared to the time it will take you to just walk inside the stall. Which, by the way, is an open hole already. Yeah. You know, so just sit on it. I, I just can't. And he's like, his wife doesn't know what's happening. No. No idea. This man has just soiled himself. Poop in his <laughs> shoes. Poop in his shoes. I think he like the 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 end result is he makes her buy him new pants. No, he says he's going to, and then they don't. So he's washing his his he dirty pants in, in the, the sink. sink. No. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Which like, Jeremy, my brother in Christ, you're like. 40 years old. You gotta know your own body by now, my 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 friend. You've gotta know that you can't eat that Qdoba cheese at this point. And then take an extended Walmart trip. Or at least that you have to take periodic bathroom breaks throughout your shopping experience. I just don't understand how somebody goes from casually meandering through the store to actively shitting themselves. You know, you don't get that like you don't get that like five minute warning of like, okay. I got to go take care of this. Oh, Jesus. It's so bad. But I don't know if that's... I think that's probably the worst story. But the story of him pissing the floor is also hysterical because he's mad at his wife. He does it as revenge, right? His wife went out for pizza without him. Uh. And she lived... So he's like getting pissed drunk on this live stream, playing Fall Guys, um, and just like m- like muttering uh, about oh my wife went out without me blah, 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 and shit like that just like obviously angry he's gotten up to go to the bathroom several times um, but the bathroom's upstairs not downstairs so at a certain point he's just shit faced drunk muttering about his wife whatever and then he's like oh, I gotta pee I gotta pee I'm just gonna pee at this drain hole doesn't turn the camera off. Steps just outside the frame of the video. You can hear him pissing. <laughs> you can literally hear the sound of him pissing into the drain hole. <laughs> and it just comes back and like the chat's going wild because everyone's like, bro, <laughs> we know what you did. <laughs> so yeah, this this guy's a walking L. Not only did he piss Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod, Jeremy Hambly. Not only did he piss on the floor, he also shit his pants at Walmart. (laughs) Just a fantastic guy. A man who has a shockingly low amount of control over his bowels. He also one time, just to wrap up the Jeremy uh, Hambly saga, he one time was, I don't know, in some sort of Twitter back and forth with someone, and someone said, fuck Nazis. And Jeremy... Quote tweeted it saying, and there it is. Yikes. What? What do you mean, yikes? Yeah. So someone said, fuck Nazis. And he said, and there it is. Yikes. Hmm. He, like, he was saying, oh, they said the quiet part out loud. Like, like when someone says, uh, you know, I don't think black people should be able to vote. And like a leftist is like, 
they're saying the quiet part out loud. That was him. But when someone just said, fuck Nazis, to which I have to ask Jeremy, why did you say it? (laughs) What went into crafting that tweet? I don't probably the same energy that went into pissing on the floor. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I don't think I don't think his uh, his critical thinking skills are up there amongst the greats. Let's just say Um, I think that he could be I think that he could be the president. And that's not me complimenting him, just to be clear. Um, But welcome back to Taking the L podcast. Oh, tell them about our new shoes. Okay, okay. So uh, I had ordered Jade new shoes for Christmas. That was my Christmas present to her. They never came until today. You you may know this is now June. (laughs) It is June. Um, I ordered these in December, before Christmas even, hoping that they would be here on Christmas. We almost had a Christmas in July moment. Yeah. But um, I bet also because I saw that they were going to be here for Pride Month. They were here for Pride Month, which is super, super, super queer of them. That is like being a good ally. But um, so I saw that her shoes were going to get here and I've been running on the same busted ass pair of shoes for like two or three years now. Too long. Um, considering I, I run quite a bit most mornings. Um, so I was like, OK, I'll order myself some new shoes, too. Um, and I feel like this is a common phenomenon so you know if if you're listening you know leave a comment and let us know but when i get a new pair of shoes and i see i seen this in jay's behavior today too (laughs) we were new boot goofing new boot goofing you put on a new pair of shoes and and you just get a little pep in your step you are walking around the house doing a little extra right you're you're doing a doing a little yeah you're popping a little strut you're doing doing a little little walk a little dance move you're new boot goofing you're 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 swagging your feet out in a weird way um just taking the opportunity to walk around where you might not have been doing before new boot goofing new boot goofing doing a little jig (laughs) we were also thinking about that uh roses are red sugar is sweet he boots too big for he goddamn feet but not this time not this time our shoes fit perfectly yeah, they they are good fitting shoes. They, the boot ain't, ain't too big for our goddamn feet. <laughs> Thankfully not. No, it's I'm really happy. I've been I've been needing new shoes real bad. But um, me too. Yeah, can I can I roast you for one second? The reason I had ordered Jay's shoes as a gift was because she's been Flintstone in it for a while now. <laughs> My the just the those there's just a shell of a shoe, feet out the bottom, literally tattered. <laughs> I don't know a better word to describe it than tattered. Like you, if you wouldn't wear socks, toes would be visible <laughs> through the shoes. And it, you know, there was a hole in the top. There was a massive hole. It was not like, actually, I just noticed today that one of ha- one of them, half of the, like, you know, the heel <laughs> is gone. Literally Flintstone in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, it's only got a heel on one side. You know, like when Nickelodeon would always have a hobo character and they would have a boot with the, the front just yes, the straight up. up. Yeah, <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> you needed new shoes and I'm happy that you got new shoes. We were getting there. Also, my shoes were busted as shit. I, I also had some rips around the, the seams of it. So we were down horrendous for no reason. We could have bought new shoes. You know what? If I knew how to sew, I simply would have cobbled them I think those are two different forms of art. Mm. I know I can sew a little, but like I feel like cobbling a, a shoe is a is a tad different than, than I looked sewing. it up on YouTube. How to sew a shoe? Yeah. How to fix a hole in a shoe. 
And did the video just come back and say, buy new shoes, bitch. No, buy new shoes. No, no. It, show, it told me how to do it. It told me how to sew the fabric back to the gum of the shoe. The gum of the shoe. <laughs> I don't know how to, I don't know what to call that. The, the like rubbery bit. No, I think that is the gum. The, the gum, gum sounds the right. The gum sounds right. If we got gums in our mouth, we got gums in our shoes. I'm not like a shoe proctologist or anything, but you know, that could be the gums. All right. I never got around to it though, because I still don't know how to sew really. That's fine. You can just throw them away now. Yeah. Or set them on fire or something, something ceremonial. I don't think that's good for the environment. Yeah, but I mean, Who's going to tell? Every listener of our podcast. (laughs) I actually wonder if that would be, it's probably illegal to like just set it on fire. Because there's rubber in it. You're not supposed to set rubber on fire. Oh, it like creates like a toxic fume, I think. Dude, I accidentally made like. She said, speaking of toxic fumes. I accidentally made napalm. What? So. Or something similar. So if you put styrofoam and gasoline. In gasoline. Into like, gasoline. That's like making napalm. Hmm. And I had, when working on a car one time, I had gotten some new parts and there was some styrofoam packaging. Mm-hmm. And I may have carelessly discarded them into a, a what was definitely an illegally stored open barrel of sorts of gas with had gasoline at the bottom just a little bit of gasoline at the bottom and i came back to my concoction concerned (laughs) um because i wasn't doing it intentionally right i was just like i'll throw it in the bin the bin had gas in it so then i like called my friend and i was like hey um did i do something illegal and he was like you might have just committed a war crime (laughs) so did it make like a weird smell why were you concerned yeah it smelled bad and it was gooey you know, hmm. it was concerning to look at. So it was starting to like disintegrate. Oh, it fully dis- created a goop. Ooh, essentially, it had oh created God. a goop that was um, it looked illegal. Just everything about that felt and looked illegal. So I was like, how do I get rid of this? And he was like, just hide it. Just hide <laughs> it somewhere where animals won't get it. And there's nowhere you can dispose of this. <laughs> And you're like, I've made a witch's brew. <laughs> I have accidentally created it, a potion that decimated <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> like, Turns out it was just styrofoam and gasoline the whole time. But what's your L for this week? Oh, man, you're putting me on the spot. I am because I don't think I have one. Really? I had a. No, actually, I do. I have one. Then so, you go. Okay. So I was home visiting my dad um, on Friday. and Friday. Friday. And oh, no, I do remember what I. Okay. Okay. Work thing. But, um, oh, ugh. Sorry. I know what our L is and it's like it, pissing me off. But so my, my mom had like gone to like lie down in her room to pretend that she was not going to be able to drive me home because she's the laziest bitch I've ever met. Um, <laughs> so I'm like sitting on the couch with my dad who. And I told the podcast this last week, I will reiterate today, was hospitalized for diarrhea. This man obviously could not drive me home. But eventually I bullied my mom into doing it. But um, so <laughs> I'm sitting on the couch with my dad and he's like, hey, Ray, hey, Ray. I'm like, yes, dad. And he's like, can you take my sock off? And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. 
And, you know, I feel bad for the man who was in the hospital for a while. And I think I mentioned this last week, too. While my dad was in the hospital, he ended up with an infected foot. Mm-hmm. And none of us know how it happened. And we're all, like, slightly mad. We're about, all trying to find the guy who did this. We're all, like, irritated. that We're all irritated <laughs> with him that his foot was infected. <laughs> but so I'm like, okay. Because I, I guess he wanted to check to see if his Band-Aid was bleeding. Because he accidentally bumped his foot. Because, of course, he did. <laughs> But so I helped take his sock off. He's he's giving bumbling. No, my I don't know a better way to describe Dad Vana than bumbling. I literally described him that way to my mom on the car ride home. I was like, your bumbling husband has injured himself. <laughs> but um so better than a trifling husband. Oh, he's not trifling. He's not capable of trifling. <laughs> Only bumbling. But so I peel his gross sock back. <laughs> And his band-aid wasn't bleeding. Thank God. I although I suppose I wish it was bleeding considering the the unseemly sight. This is a disgusting bodily functions episode of the pod. And unfortunately is. So I pull his sock all the way off to reveal the nastiest toes I've ever seen. <laughs> I just I realized in that moment that I had not seen my dad's toes since I was a child. And these toes are unnatural. <laughs> Something that God fears. <laughs> Like, the scariest toenails I have ever... Like, they look like stone. Limestone (laughs) toenails. Oh, no. And I gasped. And he's like, is my bandage bleeding? I'm like, your toes! (laughs) And he's... And they're long, too. These are not short limestone toenails. These are... Long, curled, disgusting fucking bitches. And these are like, these are like, uh, this is the fucking witch from every like old movie. That is the only, they were witches toenails. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you need to, you maybe need to go to the doc. Don't touch that. She'll come running in. I'm so sorry. Jay just picked up the laser pointer and I know my cat heard it. The door is closed. She's not in here. I know she heard it. She's going to be scratched out of the door any second. But um, my my dad was like, oh, yeah, I have toe fungus. What? And he I knew? he knew <laughs> he knew he knew he and had he still wants you fucking around with this. And he still wanted me to touch that. And I dropped the sock and I go, <laughs> I'm going to go wash my hands with battery acid. He's like, also, I have athlete's foot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Like I'm, I've seen advertisements for like toe fungus cream or whatever. There's no way that that's my dad has gangrene or something. (laughs) That was not normal. Just horrifying. Well, that was my L. (laughs) Isn't Father's Day this month? It's not. Sorry. It's not this year. (laughs) I love my dad to death and I hope that he's feeling better. We're skipping it. But I can, after having seen those toes, I will never be able to look my dad in the eyes again. Well, I'm just saying for Father's Day, you could mail him some fungus cream. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. And, and then just to like wrap up this L, I was leaving with my mom while my dad was in the bathroom. And the way the bathroom works in my parents' house is, so like Chicago, a lot of bathrooms have like little windows with the, like the frosted windows so you can't see through them. My parents' house on took a different approach, right? So they have the frosted window, but it's a big window, full-sized window, so big that if you're sitting on the toilet, you can rest your arm on the windowsill. And 
the window's all the way up. My dad's going number three. <laughs> and, I, and it faces our driveway. So I'm getting in the car and I hear the window. Number three? He's going number That's three. I hear the window shoot up. And he said, bye, Ray. Get home safe. Have a safe ride. <laughs> and then nothing but gas. <laughs> and I'm like, bye, Dad. I love you. I'm going to crash this car on the interstate so that I never have to think about the things that I have smelled and heard and seen today. He's traumatized you. Yes, deeply so. So that was my L. Your L is so irritating. Yes. So heinously, my job, which my job is remote. Okay. So um, my, uh, my job is, you know, I don't see a lot of my coworkers for various reasons. But every so often we have trainings and they have gotten into a habit of scheduling a training almost every Thursday, every week. There's something new. Um, this has been going on for almost a month now and they've started to decide that they really want, um, everyone to have their cameras on during the trainings. However, uh, you know, so for, for the trainings and everything, we use Microsoft teams Um, but for the majority of my job, I also have to have a, um, virtual desktop up, you know, because we have to access, um, various things that like it runs on its own computer. Um, and so my computer is already generally speaking, working quite hard, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) you know, just to function. Uh, I have an older computer. It's, you know, it's not, it's not, it's, 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 it's doing its best. And so... Sometimes uh, during the trainings, if I turn my camera on and leave it on for too long, it'll start messing with the the quality of the like, because it's essentially the trainer is like streaming to me and, um, you know, talking and, and whatnot. Really quick, I would just like to say that I've been vindicated because the cat is scratching at the door. I don't hear it. I think she's hearing things. Um, but uh, so vindication she, it is the cat she was right um and so uh the thursday of last week um i was my computer was getting kind of hot so i'm like okay you know what this time i'll just like be audio only for the training our om was there our, our operations manager was there her camera notably not on Okay, I just want to put that out there. Um, there were supervisors in this training. Cameras, not on. Our operating manager, camera, not on. And so I'm kind of thinking like, I mean, if they care that much, they would have their cameras on, right? Yeah, naturally. You know? So I can save my computer the extra processing power. Tell me why the next day I get an email from my supervisor, who was not there, Um <laughs> saying uh well anyway it's our policy to have everybody have their cameras on so you need to know um and this is this was just like a mass email sent out to 
uh, anyone who they thought didn't have their cameras on. Um, they were like, no, you need to send an email to the operating manager telling her, and I quote, why we don't think we need to follow the rules. And that is the bitchiest way that they ever could have worded that. First of all, they're sa- they're putting you in detention, right? Yeah. They're saying... Go you need to go write an apology letter. Literally sit in detention and think about what you've done and write an apology, you know, to the, the teachers whose feelings you hurt or whatever. But like, fuck you. Like, I'm sorry, does the OM also have to write herself a little email? Himself, I was, herself? Like, I was like, I, I was like, I'm not going to say anything because I'm not trying to cause problems. But like. The OM was in the training I was in and her camera was the fuck off. (laughs) You know, she couldn't even be bothered to do it. And you want me, a peon, to do it? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Bullshit. It's like, you know what? I don't think, it's like, oh, write the OM an email. It's like, girl, she was there and her camera was just as off as mine. (laughs) So I think she knows. Like, oh, there's a little cat dancing around our damn feet now. Um, so that was like super condescending. Oh, it's so rude. That's like so, it's so weirdly paternal. Like, it was, I was, and I was so like, condescending. I was like, okay, so we're doing public humiliation now. Are you guys getting off on this? Do you want me to prostrate myself for you? This makes um, me think of this one time in first grade. And I, and Jay can attest to this, um, never got in trouble growing up was never sent to the principal's office or like in our neighborhood, never, never reprimanded or scolded for anything. Um, but except for one time, save for one time in the first grade, um, I was very serious. I'm yeah. I was (laughs) chatting with, I don't know. We were like doing carpet time or whatever that gay shit was and gay derogatory and, <laughs> and my teacher was reading, i just have to specify during this pride month gay derogatory and my teacher um who just a quick aside my, my, i never wanted to talk to this teacher because i hated her and the teacher had like a meeting with my mom and told my mom that the, the teacher thought i was autistic because i like never wanted to speak to her and my mom was like my daughter's not autistic she hates you <laughs> she thinks you're a scary witch she doesn't like you like all of the things that you're saying that she's autistic for is just because she doesn't enjoy your company (laughs) anyway and the reason i don't enjoy i didn't enjoy this bitch's company roots back to this story that i'm telling right now so i was talking to some and i i hate that i remember who i was talking to (laughs) because she grew up to be genuinely one of the most mean-spirited ugliest people i've ever met in my life but um she asked me if i went to see because it was right before christmas she was like did you go see santa at the mall and i said i went to the mall but santa wasn't there and then my bitch ass teacher was like why don't you stand up and share that with the rest of the class hi kitty i would never make you do something this mean um and oh she wants you to i see you you have awakened a demon but um so she so i being the good girl i was right i followed the teacher's instructions and i stood up and i'm crying sobbing because i i didn't want to get in trouble and i'm like santa wasn't at the mall (laughs) but it just made me think of that i don't know like like 
why don't you apologize for what you've done? Why don't you think you need to follow the rules? Stand up and share with the class what's so important that it couldn't wait till recess. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was just like, that's so fucking bizarre. I was, I was like, here's the thing. Either... Either ask me directly, like, oh, hey, did you have, like, a, a like a tech issue or something? Was there some reason you couldn't do this? Or punish me for whatever perceived slight you thought has happened. Write a demeaning email to the operating manager, who, by the way, also is apparently not held to this standard. Yeah. Um, just so wild to me. I was like... This was like, and I've had many such moments in the, in the, unfortunately two years now that I have been working for this, uh, that I have been working for this place. It was just one of those moments where I was like, I gotta fucking leave, dude. And like, and you do. these bitches are insane. And we will get you a new job. Um, anyway. Okay. Speaking of insane, uh, Daily Wire commentator and local pedophile matt walsh (laughs) made a movie right a transphobic documentary called what is a woman and matt walsh is a self-described theocratic fascist also hideous um just needed to add that in there in case you were like trying to conjure up an image of what he looks like imagine you just cleaned your shower drain he's sort of like brown in the hair okay yeah uh, <laughs> uh, a, he's a white man he's i'm, very I'm white saying man. i'm saying that he's you know in terms of like he's kind of bland he's got a mousy he's got a sort of mousy brown situation going on yeah he's got too long a beard he looks gross he looks oily <laughs> he looks like he doesn't shower anyway um he made this bullshit transphobic documentary where he like tries to do gotcha interviews and like gross sorts of editing he like went to africa to talk to some tribes about gender identity which is so funny because like he he sought out people who were going to reaffirm his transphobic worldview right as opposed to like there's plenty of like cultures around the world i mean you could have stayed here in america and talked to indigenous people about two-spirited like they understand the concepts of transgenderism Mm -hmm. and that was part of their culture before you know the last 20 years because he's pretending that it's a new invention or whatever but anyway so matt walsh got morbed essentially (laughs) um matt walsh tweeted uh he tweeted that oh crap let me pull it up he tweeted that his documentary essentially was like the most searched movie in america or something like that yeah he said there it is he he tweeted what is a woman is the most talked about film in the country right now in a smash hit however unfortunately for matt walsh um as far as (laughs) as far as the google uh statistics are showing uh one percent of people across the united states are are searching what is a woman on google uh, as far as movies go, ninety nine percent are searching Morbius <laughs> in every state. In every single state in America, Morbius is beating out what is a woman 
by 98 to one 99 to one in literally every state in america so matt walsh in a big way got morbed he he was morbed he lost i don't know anything about the movie to like add a like a i've seen it (laughs) i watched um i watched american psycho that has jared leto in it and jared leto got morbed in that movie (laughs) it's basically the same thing so it's like the same thing um, but no, it's just, I mean, Matt Walsh is a piece of shit. And for anyone who doesn't know why I called him a pedophile, it's because in the movie, so Matt Walsh is a transphobe. He doesn't think that transgender people are their, their gender identity, right? So he thinks a trans woman is a man and a trans man is a woman. However, Matt Walsh included without the consent of the the person who took the picture, an image that a, a 15 year old trans boy posted, uh, post top surgery right um of their their flat chest to celebrate their their gender affirming care they received now matt walsh thinks this is a girl so what in matt walsh's mind he included in the film was an image of a topless 15 year old girl's breasts mm-hmm. so either matt walsh you which and i'll be clear I think it's pedophilic to have a picture of a topless 15 year old boy. I think that there, you have no business <laughs> having a picture. Why you got shirtless pictures of 15 year olds period. You fucking pedophile. Uh, in, in the words of the, uh, the, you know, infamous, um, Dr. Uh, Umar, you don't find that suspicious. You don't, you don't find, find that suspicious. And speaking of Dr. Umar, oh, good. it was a bad week for Maddie Walsh, but it was a worse week for Dr. Umar, who got snow bunnied. <laughs> so if you guys don't know who Dr. Umar is, Dr. Umar is a uh, public figure. <laughs> I'm so sorry. If you type in Dr. Umar on the Twitter search right now, the first one is Dr. Umar Johnson, which, which is, is his name. name. But the second is Dr. Umar White. And the third is Dr. Umar Snow. <laughs> <laughs> because Dr. Umar Johnson is a pretty famous... Um, it, like he's, he, he's, he's famous for... Um, oh, God. And she's got such big titties, too. She does. Um, he's, like, pretty famous for... Um, He's pretty famous for like being super against interracial dating of any sort. Yeah, no okay. interracial marriage, no interracial dating, no interracial sex. You know, like he he thinks it's abhorrent um that, you know, a black woman would be with anyone other than a black man and vice versa. And so uh the other day somebody took a video of him. He was at um he was at the he was at the mall and uh he he appears to he's a, he appears to be talking to this white woman who is looking at him and then smiling at her phone and he like he points at the phone and uh she looks back at him and like types something into her phone while he while he's like she's typing something into her phone he points at it and like they nod at each other and smile. Yeah. Okay. It's very he, much appears. As he picks up his bag. It very much appears like he's given her his number. Right. Like, even if his story is true, 
and that he was just talking to somebody who was working there. Well, let me it let me still very much looks like he is giving her his number. Let me give uh uh his side of the story. So he has been slightly vindicated. So Dr. Umar said that he was at the Cherry Cherry Hill Mall. I think it was yeah, Cherry Hill Mall in, in New Jersey because his phone got busted. So he needed to go to the Apple Store to get a new phone, right? And this girl was working at an incense and like uh crystal crystal store crystal uh you know kiosk so to speak um and so he was buying or chatting her up about the crystals at the kiosk which a lot of people in the replies to the video took issue with why are you buying a white woman's crystals dr umar (laughs) but um he has been slightly vindicated because she did post a tiktok confirming that she does work at that kiosk so that's, that's, you know, slight vindication for him. In the words of Dr. Umar himself, though, that ain't proof that it is a good, <laughs> a good piece, piece of, of evidence. evidence. That's not proof. It's still debatable. But it's a good piece of evidence. <laughs> it's so the reason this man is so widely like memed on the internet is because he has these like there's these clips of him saying various things and it's just so iconic like he says the darndest things no yeah dr umar does so so for anyone who was wondering like what his views on interracial uh dating were um shout out to forrest miller uh friend of the pod actual friend of the pod does my other podcast with me for posting this clip let me ask you a question, Dr. Umar. Are you totally against interracial relationships? I am totally against it, and I want to make sure you understand why. We have a name for it. I, I want... We have a name for it. Okay. The snow bunny crisis. Okay. I am against the snow bunny crisis. And unfortunately, uh, as a member of the snow bunny community, I just like to rep rep my set (laughs) in saying that snow bunnies are up because of you, Dr. Umar. Unfortunately, snow bunnies have won this round. We might not win the war, but we have won the battle. (laughs) And it's so funny because, like, Mans is in a predicament of his own making. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, ultimately, him talking to a white woman is fine. Like, there's there's nothing that is, like, particularly um, heinous about that. But because he has made himself a public figure against interracial relationships to the point where it's like widely known now he's in a prison of his own making take it down take it down take it down we need it gone take it down that doesn't represent me or what we need to be doing take it down (laughs) (laughs) he literally has created this stereo and take it down take it down (laughs) they got you in 4k how'd they get you in 4k oh he really did he really did own himself here like oh and it, it it's the fact that he like so quickly and so adamantly defended himself and i mean it might be true right we have confirmation from the woman herself that she does in fact work at the kiosk again that is a piece of evidence <laughs> that is not that that is not proof you have lost your mind you have lost your mind get down take Take it it down down. that it does not represent me or what we need to be doing um my my favorite is the 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 clip of him saying that um 
you know, there is not a white woman alive that can say that she has been with uh, that one. It's the top. Scroll up. No bunny on earth. If you can find her, find her. Show me a snow bunny who's going to say she has some of this chocolate milk with her vanilla cookies. You well, we found her, Dr. Umar. You can't the find call is, call is coming from inside the Cherry Hill Mall. <laughs> find me a snow bunny who's going to go live. I don't want no secrets. I don't do secrets. You got something to say about me. I want it live for the world to see. Show me the snow bunny who said Dr. Umar gave me some of his chocolate milk with my vanilla cookies. Find it. Ooh. And I mean, and that's not proof. That's not proof. But it's, but it's a, a good, good piece, piece of, of evidence. evidence. There's just so many Dr. Umar reaction videos and they're great. The thing is, I love I, I like I don't love his content because it's like, you know, he he's he's very hotep. He is very like, you know, he's he's, he's says a lot of he's homophobic. He's misogynistic. he's misogynistic. You know, he's got some like terrible views. But the way that he says things is delightful so like to an extent there's a part of me that does love his content only out of context to the point where his there is a uh he has a twitter account right he has several hundred thousand followers the dr umar out of context clip channel has several hundred thousand more followers than his actual fucking twitter account he literally has less followers than a fan account just posting his clips because People don't really give a shit about because he's a fraud, right? He's a huckster. Yeah. He's been selling some hotep school for years. It's never come. It's never coming. Um, but uh, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, yeah. But the things like he the says, content of the things he says, bad, not good, you know, whatever. But the like little snippets of things that come out of his content is gold, like so funny just genius just like you know sometimes you sometimes there's a poster of our generation who everything they say is like i mean i can't say i love you because i know you're problematic but i do be loving this content it is very funny he's a good poster he i mean he yeah he because he what he does right he goes on instagram live a lot He'll go on Instagram live and yeah, no context. Dr. Umar, uh, has 300,000 followers. Um, his actual account has 180,000 twice the amount of followers on the fucking (laughs) clip channel. You don't find that suspicious. (laughs) You don't find that suspicious. Oh, he has been, he has really been reply guying about this though. Oh, because- he has been going out of his way to make sure everyone knows that he did not give that snow bunny his number. But at the end of the day, it does not matter. You got caught. Oh, but she's, he's also dis- disrupting the narrative by mentioning that the woman is Persian, but I mean, Persian American, she's Persian American Persian. woman. <laughs> she's not black because his issue with like, with it's not just about white women, right? It's that yeah. you should not date a non-African women woman is what he always says. Yeah, he 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 referred to her as a non-African woman, not that she is specifically like if she was Asian, this would still be a problem for his brand. Okay, here's what he's. I was at Cherry Hill Mall today. My iPhone crashed last night, and the closest Apple store with an available appointment today was in Jersey. As I was leaving the mall, I stopped at a kiosk to view the incense and crystals. 
that non-African woman is simply the vendor. Uh, and then he, ha- he had to make an Instagram post about this, which again, so funny. He is in a prison of his own making. Got him. We fucking got him. <laughs> <laughs> another, another fantastic poster, by the way. Uh, the progenitor of the uh, uh, <laughs> that's got to be racist. <laughs> um, Crit is you. What kind of hypocrite is you, motherfucker? <laughs> what kind of hypocrite is you, motherfucker? Anyway, hashtag Dr. Umar has been snow bunnied. I am so sorry, Dr. And Dr. Umar, I really think that you might come back in the second half. But as far <laughs> as the first half is concerned, snow bunnies are up by at least 10. Okay. Like, and again, it really doesn't matter either way. It's so funny that the, that this is like a controversy. Oh, it's hysterical. Because it so of him. Funny. Like... It is it and and the other to the other end of it, right? I mentioned this earlier, but like a lot of his followers, even the even though he like, you know, has been adamant about the fact that he's not like sexually or romantically interested in this white woman, are like, Why are you buying a white woman's incense? Why are you buying a white woman's crystals, Dr. Umar? Why are you getting a getting non African crystals, Dr. Umar? <laughs> so even within his there, excuse, yeah. it doesn't it's you know there, there were like they were like um they were like, I caught you with the incense store run by a non-African woman. <laughs> I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. <laughs> oh, this guy, this fucking guy. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, he is a character. He's a poster. He, he is really a poster. Is. He creates really good content. In the same, I'd say, I think that we talked about... um in the same way that Trump's tweets from like 2012 was like, this is a good poster. <laughs> what was the guy who just died? Something's Kevin Samuels. Kevin I Samuels. think we might have mentioned him on a previous pod. Kevin Samuels was a pickup artist who just like denigrated black women. That was I his. I know that he was a pickup artist necessarily, but his his whole thing was like he really popularized the like high value man, high yeah, value yeah. woman. Trope. And that's like a, a pickup art. It's it's within that incel. It's within the manosphere, definitely. It is definitely within the manosphere. There but is a it's lot of different because he's not. Because the thing is, he's not really trying to tell you how to. Like he he's kind of like oh, a he's relation- not telling you anything now. He's six feet <laughs> he's dead. Um, he but like uh, he's not really his his game is not like oh how to trick women into being in a relationship with you. His his spiel is more actually she's not even good enough to be in a relationship with you. Don't bother. Yeah, you know if he, you are he, he, over he, the age of thirty, if you have a child, if you if you have a child, if you have tattoos, if you have a weird hairstyle, if you he really, value yourself at all in any way if you have a career he really hated black women yes he, he would, despised he pick, black women he would pick on black women in particular in a way that was horrendous and really it's just like what Mis- is, it's giving miso- misogynoir mis- misogynoir he was misogynoir <laughs> but um anyway today's podcast is brought to you by smoking that kevin samuels pack <laughs> Snow Bunnies up over Dr. Umar. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Snow Bunnies. It is sponsored by Kevin Samuel's Ghost. <laughs> it is sponsored by Dr. Umar's Shame. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, I'd say that Dr. Umar is somewhat in the that the people who like Dr. Umar like Kevin Samuels. Do they preach the same message? Not necessarily, right? Because Kevin Samuels was not Hotep. But he no, Kevin wa- Samuels is not Hotep. But in they fact, draw the same 
crowd. Right. They have the, they have a similar um they have a similar sort of appeal even though Kevin Samuels is not Hotep and Dr. Umar is not a pickup artist. Um they still have similar fans except that I think Kevin Samuels his fans were not specifically black people, but Dr. Umar like it would be weird if you were not black and a fan of Dr. Umar because like his whole thing, like his, his content is really geared towards black men. Um, yeah. I would say there was a lot of when he was in that, first of all, when Kevin Samuels, and I, I can't remember, I don't, maybe we didn't talk about it on a previous pod, but um, when Kevin Samuels died, Twitter was split into two camps, <laughs> people who celebrated Kevin Samuels death and people you know, admonishing the people celebrating Kevin Samuel's death. No one was like mourning his death, to be honest. It was either a lot. It was a lot of black women saying, fuck Kevin Samuel's. I'm glad the man croaked. And then a lot of people saying, I can't believe that all these black women are saying that they're happy that he died, which was super funny because no one was just like, oh man, we lost a great man today. Because <laughs> you know? everyone knew. They're like, we didn't lose shit. We lost a, a man I just ripped my pants. We lost him. We lost him. I tried to rip the tag off and I just ripped the hole right over the butt. I took an L. They're like, we didn't, we didn't lose, you know, a great man. We lost a man who was in his mid fifties, a low value man in his mid fifties, who is thrice divorced, (laughs) who does not take care of himself. Um, but so that's, that was that. It was quite funny. You don't find that suspicious. The f- you don't find that suspicious. <laughs> you don't find that suspicious. This hole is so big. <laughs> I ripped it. She's destroyed her pants live on the pod. It's I just so, such a big hole. <laughs> it's so big. Did you like these pants? Oh no, these were the sweatpants that made your ass look big. But, I mean, my ass is always big, but yeah, these sw- these were. I mean. Now um, her ass is out. My ass is not just big. It's big and out. But uh, I mean, I've got a sewing machine. Hey, everything comes full circle. You couldn't sew your shoes, but you could sew my pants. Hey, <laughs> all cheers to that. We're drinking wine on the pod today. We're about to make some some fondue. Very classy. Um, Elon, we're going to talk about billionaires. Yes. You don't find that suspicious. I love the smooth. I'm sorry. I love the smooth transition of, you know, because clink Elon clink. We're going to talk about this. next. I mean, we can cut it out. No, no. I like it. Keep it in. (laughs) I think I here's the thing. Like some people in their podcasts go out of their way to like speaking of blah, blah, blah. But it's like you had to force that. Just be like, anyway, this is the thing we wanted to talk about next. (laughs) So let's just shoehorn that shit in. And like this, this podcast is about gossip primarily. Um, but yeah, so I, I really am. Okay. So I often like lounge around and think about how much better my life would be if I had money. Now studies show your life would be better up until about $80,000, which is insane because even $80,000 would change my life forever, which is unf- like sad. Like that's not that much money. I'll go out and make 80,000 and then I'll uh I'll help you. Thanks babe. Anyway, if you're listening to this, subscribe to the Patreon. Subscribe to the Patreon. But, um, <laughs> so Elon Musk is like evidence that being rich doesn't make you a cool or b happy. 
because this man posts like the lamest motherfucker I've ever. First, he's posted memes from iGag, Nine Gag, Nine Gag, Nine Gag, and iFunny. iGag and and Nine Funny, right? Like <laughs> he's finding low tier content. He's finding Imgur memes. No, he's what's oh. There's one worse than Imgur. There's one worse than Imgur. I mean, Nine Gag is worse than Imgur. It certainly is, but there's one worse than Nine Gag. Yeah, <laughs> iFunny. I find he's bad. It's worse than that. I can't remember if I remember it. I'll I'll scream it later. But um, he is just posting shit memes. He's going. He's arguing with random losers on the on Twitter. That's my job, Elon. I'm a broke bitch with genuinely too much time on her hands. Um, and so I spend that time creating controversy on Twitter and arguing with fucking incels. Okay. I mean, that's basically the content creator lifestyle. Yeah, but is being like half of it is being a reply guy. And the thing is, like, that just goes to show you that the research is correct. Once you once you start making a certain amount above the um, you know, what you need to live a comfortable life, you're not a, like you don't become like your your life doesn't improve, you know, consistently with the yeah. amount of money that you're making. Because I know in my heart, Elon Musk is a sad person. I mean, let's just he talk- started acting real weird after the Grimes breakup. He's to be like honest. four times, five times divorced now. He's got at least a thousand children. <laughs> um, I've heard that Grimes left him for a tea girl like he's down abysmal. Right. This is a transphobic motherfucker whose girlfriend left him for a tea girl. Like he's down abysmal. She also appeared on Hassan's stream. His oh, ex-wife. She, did she did do it. She did do it. Like you, sir, have billions of dollars, but you are still single, still broke, taking the <laughs> L. Like, broke, broke in terms of like social capital. <laughs> Dude. Okay. Let me just uh, for one second say some shit that happened to me that was super annoying i was streaming you know and listeners some of you know i i do a show on tyt called reactions and the audience there is a little bit different than our audience and sometimes they're like half most of them are like kind boomers or yeah older millennials who have a lot of time on their hands to like talk to internet celebrities yeah so i had one person because I, I'm offhandedly said on the stream, right? Elon Musk is barely even a person. Obviously, I'm mentioning that because he's extraordinarily wealthy, but beyond our conception of money. Now, this person decided to 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 chime in at this point in the and say, hey, "Hold on, wait, I didn't like that." Which, like, that's fine. This isn't for you, then. Fuck off. But as you know, me being the reply guy, I am because I'm broke engage and say what were you talking about and they said autistic people like elon are often told that we aren't real people honey i elon is not in the same group as you i was so close to just saying like a slur at that point i'm like (laughs) you she has a heated gamer moment fucking moron 
I am so, first of all, I am disabled. I don't have autism, but I am disabled. So like, although many people have thought you've had autism over the years. uh, Yeah. At least two two or three separate teachers. At least two teachers. But it was genuinely just because my mom never let me speak to adults. She always interrupted and spoke for me. So I didn't know how to do it. So when it came time to do that, when I was still like younger, high school. This happened in high school though. Yeah. I mean, even in high school. My mom would always interject for me and speak for me when it came to like talking to adults. So I just like never had become comfortable doing that until I got to college. And then, yeah, I mean, I'm normal now or whatever. <laughs> but like, but like at that point in my life, I still felt like this uncomfortable barrier and like mm. an inability to speak to adults. So they would perceive me quite differently than right, like my peers. Mm. Um, and you know, I'm. That's fascinating. I was like, I was the opposite. My parents wanted nothing to do with me. (laughs) So I only spoke to adults my entire life. Uh, Adults were constantly like, oh my God, you're so mature. I'm like, no, I'm emotionally neglected. My mom still (laughs) annoyingly does it. Like sometimes when we're going to the doctor's office, like, oh, here's her medical history. I'll tell, I'll say it for you. It is so infuriating. Like (laughs) I'm just, we'll be like ordering food and she'll be like, oh, she can't have this. And I'm like, I can tell them. I'm an adult. I could tell them. But so what was I saying? Yeah. So so anyway, I didn't call this person a slur, but I did like I did not even want to engage respectfully. Like I wanted to be disrespectful. Like, fuck you, idiot. Obviously, I'm not talking about his autism when I'm literally talking about disgusting wealth inequality. Like, why on earth would you assume that I'm saying that he's barely a human because he's autistic? To be honest, I didn't even know he was autistic. Yeah, I don't know. I found out that moment. Like, if if you say he is, I believe you. Maybe he said it before. Or maybe you as an autistic person see certain traits in him that you think, okay, yeah, he's probably autistic. But (laughs) the thing is, he has a billion dollars. So like whether or not he is autistic, you and him are not the same. And it's funny because he does not represent you. I promise you, honey. I was literally reading a story about him sexually harassing a woman who worked for him. And when I, as I'm saying, he's barely a human talking about his disgusting wealth inequality and the level of power he has over this employee of his. They're like, oh, you must be shaming him for his autism for being an autist. And I'm like, <laughs> You dumb motherfucker. <laughs> How on God's green earth? But you? if you would have but if you say that, then they're gonna say now you're attacking me for being autistic. And that's exactly what they did. And that's exactly what they did. The I think even more than that, the worst interaction you've had recently that involved somebody bringing up autism. It's the same person. Was it the Twitter person? I am fairly certain it was. Okay, because but- so basically, listeners, um, as you know, as we have mentioned many times, uh, she is deeply on Twitter. Okay, it's 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 something she likes to do, and so she had posted. I tweeted uh, um, the fact that CVS won't have my medication until tomorrow is so fucking homophobic. Because just a throwaway joke. It was like you know the start of Pride Month. And I didn't have my medication for a day. I have a disability. I have narcolepsy. So when I don't have my medication, I literally can't function. Like I can barely get out. Just to like stay in bed all day. It's really like I can't go out in public because I could fall asleep. It's like dangerous. I I can't leave. So it, it's it's annoying. But like I jokingly said that it was homophobic. 
And this person replied, I don't understand the tweet. And I just said, okay, because if you didn't get it, then it wasn't for you and you don't have to worry about it. (sighs) But instead of accepting, accepting like whatever, this person needed to reply and say, I wasn't trying to be mean. I was just wondering. I'm autistic and was just curious. Don't punch down. And then also tweeted, you don't have to respond with a condescending okay. Why do disability rights advocates treat the disabled like crap? Hashtag autism acceptance. Hashtag TYT politics. And I snapped. Because the thing is, like, okay, the 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 don't the, say okay. That's ableist. <laughs> the thing is, like, um, that first comment where they were like. I mean, I feel like this is condescending. I just didn't get it. I'm autistic. If they had left it at that, she probably wouldn't have said anything. I would not have said anything. She like it would have just been like, if, okay, if it was it's just fine for you to think that somebody replying okay to your kind of like weird comment is like a little bit condescending. Whatever. It's the be, internet. To be clear, I read that tweet first before I saw the second one, and I was thinking, okay, I'll just reply and say, hey, sorry. I was just saying like, okay, like this tweet isn't for you then. Yeah. Right. But then I saw the second one and I was like, oh, get fucked. And, it was, <laughs> and it's, and it's just like, the thing is whether or not this person is autistic, it is such a reach for them to go uh, from saying, okay, is condescending to disability rights activists treat the disabled like crap, which is, and then invoke her like employer like essentially yeah it's like offensive because one they're making the assumption that i'm not disabled which i am uh and i mean i to be clear i don't know if this is the same person i'm just assuming it is because they have the same self-righteous attitude but um so i just quote tweeted them and said don't fucking do this because like it is so sanctimonious and then I, I said, I'm not, it's not able for me to reply. Okay. Under any circumstances, even if I had known you had autism, which like, obviously I don't fucking know that you're autistic, yeah. <laughs> but um, not all my tweets are for you. You don't need to get them. I also, I'm disabled. It's not punching down for me to tweet. Okay. To another disabled person or anyone. I've had a long fucking day. I'm very tired, very sad. I'm very angry. I would just like one fucking moment where I'm not being criticized for some benign shit because I had been literally unable to get out of bed that day. I, found out that my dad has anomalies that were presented on a scan of his kidneys and lungs. We're worried about that moving forward. Like I'm obviously tired. I have narcolepsy and I, it's just like, I can't say anything without someone being offended by it. And it's just exhausting. And so I just snapped because like, how dare you question my disability advocacy because you didn't get a joke I made. The thing is, like, if I think people really need to, like, take a step back sometimes, you know, it's like, think about, okay, look at yourself, to be, look at your life, look at yourself, look at your life. To be clear, this person still follows me, still replies to my tweets. I think they took it well, but immediately afterwards. Like, start, after this, they, they did back down. But they started talking about how they were suicidal. And I was like, you gotta stop okay this has nothing to do with that this got nothing to do with that babe (laughs) take it down take it down take it down this doesn't doesn't represent me or what we need to be doing (laughs) you see what i mean about dr umar they are relevant every situation there he is they don't think it'd be like it is but then dr umar do 
but yeah it was i mean it was just like an annoying interaction and like uh i'm disabled and so i really and i don't have like a visible disability and like if you heard me talk you wouldn't necessarily know i'm disabled so it's like irritating for me but then i will just like wrap we can wrap this episode up by by laughing at one moron who really did not understand the assignment so i made a tweet about taylor lorenz which you can't do but i mean i did it on on purpose so for anyone listening follows me on twitter she loves to cause problems for fun you know that um you may not but there's an image of elmo i think um and there it like is captioned i like to cause problems for fun <laughs> and let me tell you that is ravana so in a nutshell i had texted jay yesterday asking if she wanted to hang out and she was like i'll be free around like eight so i was like that so leaves me with like, a lot of hours i had already cleaned i my, gotta i gotta whack out i like, cleaned my bathroom i cleaned all the floors in the apartment uh, my room is already immaculate, so I'm sitting there like, "Well, if she's texting me. She is what she said. What she means by that is, I am currently corked up. Can you be here in five minutes, or I'm going to do something <laughs> insane?" <laughs> so, I, you know, Taylor Lorenz, Washington Post journalist. Uh, she's a tech reporter. She's really great. I love her. Um, follows me on Twitter, and she's been getting harassed for some benign shit, as she always is. She's a woman. She's caught the ire of Glenn Greenwald, Tucker Carlson. People hate her. Yeah, she's just one of those people where like everything they post, people find a way to like tie it back to why she should die well interestingly enough it's because she criticized a billionaire investor in in the tech world um called him out for some racist shit he said the n-word and one of like a like a there was like a really big chat room sort of like twitter spaces app during the pandemic i can't remember what it was called but um, she called him out for it and, and it started a harassment campaign against her, right? Yeah. And people like that, they have so many followers that there are some of them that are inevitably neats. Um, yeah. People who, for context, neat, N-E-E-T, not in employment uh, or education Ed- or training. Yeah. So people who have nothing to do all day except like cape for their favorite guy. Yeah. But so, I mean, she's also had like bought, like I got messages on Twitter that were like, or on Instagram that were like, I see you follow Taylor Renz. Did you know that she's, that she got fired from the New York Times and blah, blah, it, which is not true. And be, because I know her, right? Like it, it's all bullshit, but it's crazy. It's crazy the hate she gets. So I know that Jay's not going to be free for like five hours and I have time to kill. And I know that if I tag Taylor in my tweet about her, she will retweet it and I will have people to argue with. So I tweet something like, it's wild to me how Taylor Lorenz can tweet literally anything and then immediately her replies are flooded with people calling her crazy. Motherfucker, you have her tweet notifications turned on to harass her and you want to call her crazy? And then I followed it up by saying, uh, also, bitch, what the f- you work at a used car lot. What the fuck do you know about journalistic integrity? Because that's what they always in- attack her for. Um, and like I said, she retweeted it. <laughs> And I, I like took a shower and I got out of the shower with hella she people to like, argue with. Ah, new victims. I was so excited to do it. Um, but eventually when I was getting closer to hanging out with Jay, I turned the replies off because I'm like, I'm done now. Right. Like I got, I got my bitches to argue with. Uh, and, and now I'm trying to get ready to go out to get drunk. But so there was one person who, there is one woman who is part of the national lawyers guild which is an organization i'm a part of we are a group of radical lawyers who 
uh, represent the interests of people over property. And she tweeted something so stupid. And so I quote tweeted her and I was like, I can't believe you would like engage in a sexist attack as a fellow member of the guild. I'm really ashamed of you. Um, and <laughs> someone came to her defense, uh, because I also said, because her bio says she's a special needs advocate. And for anyone listening who doesn't know, special needs is an offensive term. It is not used within the disabled community, within the disability advocacy or like organizations. We don't use that word. It is offensive. So the fact that she is a lawyer. I was going to say, I don't think I've heard special needs used since like 2012. No, it's derogatory. We don't, it's right. Like it, it has a negative connotation. We don't use that term anymore. We say disabled or we say people who need accommodations. We don't say special needs. Uh, so I called her out for that. And some moron. I think even in school, they call it like assisted classrooms or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, assisted learning. We don't call it special needs anymore. So so some moron came to White Knight for her and said, now you're looking to shoot on her for her choice of words. This woman physically going out and helping the people is getting dragged by a dummy screeching on the Internet because she isn't playing your specific word games. Jesus, you're fucking desperate and reaching. And for anyone who's listening who doesn't know, my literal job is to be a lawyer for people in discrimination cases on the basis of disability. My, I work for a disability advocacy organization in their civil rights department, representing disabled people who have been discriminated against. So I replied just saying my literal job is to represent disabled people in discrimination cases. And again, <laughs> like the other, like the other tweet we were talking about, which is why I just wanted to wrap up with this. This person somehow didn't catch on to the fact, despite the fact that I was criticizing this woman who's also a lawyer for being a part of the same lawyer's guild as me and holding the views that she does. Uh, and the fact that I said in discrimination cases took a little bit of a different understanding of the word represent and said, your literal job. Is that the deal now? Is that the new thing? You screeching on any platform that will host you and can fulfill your narcissism quota is representing a group now? I looked at your links. It's shit posting on others and selfies. Ain't much help going on. <laughs> the thing is, I guess, I guess in their to I guess that in their mind, they thought that she meant her being a content creator had anything to do with this. But like in cases, why would you think me being a streamer is relevant to discrimination cases? It's like a uh, lead poisoning statistic homie, right here. Homie, homie, she's got a real job. Like <laughs> it's the first fucking thing in my Twitter bio. It's something I talk about quite frequently online. But apparently this person had been like angry jacking off to my Instagram. Um, and that's what they were talking about. They called me a narcissist because I posted six pictures of myself in the past year on Instagram. <laughs> People yeah. are so stupid. It's it is what it is. I mean, <laughs> I don't really think I have any right, though, to say people are stupid as I literally ripped my pants <laughs> through the course of recording this pod. They think she's stupid for posting photos on Instagram. I think she's stupid for ripping a hole in her pants so that her ass is hanging out. Multi-use pants now. <laughs> now she can have anal in these pants. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the listeners have to know. <laughs> do you have to know something I don't do? <laughs> Disgusting. 
<laughs> anyway, she's too good for that. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. <laughs> Follow us on Patreon and Twitter and Subscribe all of the Subscribe to the Patreon. For the love of God, we need your money. Do Subscribe it. Subscribe to the Patreon. It's only the lowest tier is $3. That's like nothing. For the, the price of... The price of a cup of coffee a month. You could get the podcast one day early. And extra bonus. No, you don't get the bonus content. Well, you can get the bonus content if you give us more money. For the price of a cup of coffee a week? Less than that, probably. I'm trying to do the ASPCA commercial shit. (laughs) Anyway, subscribe to the the arms of the angels. Subscribe to our podcast. Um, anyway, subscribe to the Patreon and also keep listening to the podcast. Thanks for supporting us. Bye. Bye. I hate you.